probably figured out by now that Pastor Jim is not here today. Uh, This one was a planned trip. He's been in ministry in Arizona uh, for the latter half of this week, and he's speaking there this morning as well. This was a planned trip, so I did not have the Saturday sweats. If you've heard the last few weeks, I sometimes get nervous when he's traveling. I was not nervous at all today, though, because Pastor Chris Noble is here, and he's going to share with us today. Yeah. I think most of y'all know Pastor Chris joined our staff team last summer as our high school pastor serving as part of our family ministries team, and it's just been awesome to see uh, what the Lord's been doing through him and Central Youth since they came. Uh, he and his wife, Kiera, and their family came to us from the Atlanta, Georgia area, and previously had lived in Michigan before that, and uh, we're just so excited. I, pastor Chris has a great word for us. Chris, we appreciate you. We love you, and we're excited to hear what you have to share with us today, so welcome Pastor Chris as he comes today. Well, good morning, Central. Y'all doing all right? Y'all doing good? I, I'm going to let y'all know. I like to talk back, so it's all right. Central Youth, y'all here? Y'all in the building? All right. I just, just making sure. Amen. I'm excited to be here. God's presence is here. Um, so that, that lets me know we are all right. Amen. Everything is good. I'm excited. And it's, it's amazing to me that I'm, my wife and I, we're coming up on one year. It'll be in June. Already goes by that fast, that fast. But we're excited about what God has been doing here in Springfield and our youth. Can I tell you, I just want to brag just a little bit on our youth because uh, it encouraged me so much just to see young people on fire for God, on fire for God. Come on, on fire for God. And you, I mean, honestly, each night, each Wednesday night, it's like his hunger and and just desire to seek him in his presence, just be there praying for one another, encouraging one another. That's what this generation needs. Young people that are not afraid to say, God, I'm here. God, I'm available. God, I'm ready. Do what you want to do. Have your way with me. And it starts here. And so I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged to see our young people. I want to say just keep praying, keep thriving, keep going. God has got you. You are not forgotten about you. And just be encouraged. Come on, let's give our young people a hand. We are proud of you guys. We are proud of you guys. Amen. Amen. God is good. God is good. Praise God. Well, Springfield. As, as you guys know, my wife and I moved down here in June, so we're getting, we're getting used to Springfield. We can drive around without navigation, so, you know, that lets us know that we were doing good. We went and saw Creed last night, had a little date night, saw Creed, and that was a good movie. Something about those movies that make you want to fight afterwards. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Like, makes you want to fight. So I, I come this morning to give the devil a black eye, just pop. <laughs> Came ready, been trained. Amen. God is so good. He's so faithful. Um, I just want to encourage somebody. You may be watching online. You may be here today. Maybe you're going through some tough things, and maybe you're um, just kind of questioning, like, God, is this really for me? God, did you really put me here? God, do you really want to heal me? God, can you really restore What has been falling apart? If that's your question, I'm here to let you know he can and he will. 
He can, and he will. Stay faithful. I don't, I don't know what the problem or what the circumstance is, but our God is faithful. He's faithful to complete what he started in you. So stay open, stay available, stay hungry, be passionate, be willing. Even in those moments, watch this, even in those moments where you feel like you've been waiting for a long time, those can be tricky because that's when the enemy likes to start throwing those darts of failure and make you feel like you maybe you didn't hear correctly. Oh, did God really say this? Oh, did God really want me to step into this? Did God, did you really want me to let go of this? Just stay faithful. God's got you. Amen? Come on, put your hands together for him. He's faithful. My God. I'm excited. Uh, this morning, I have a passage. It's titled, From Failing to Fruitful. From Failing to to fruitful. Now, we've all experienced failure in our life um, at one point, a time. Like, um, but what I realize is that, like, I don't know anybody that wakes up like, um, you know, I'm just going to feel like failing today. Uh, like, that doesn't happen. I'm going to fail in my ministry. I'm just going to fail. Like, that does not happen. Me personally, I, I don't like failing at things. I don't. Failure is like eating something that's very bitter, it's nasty. Uh, you try it, you know, you try something nasty, you never want to try it again. You never want to try it again. And some of you, the enemy has been lying to you. He's been attaching those chains of failure to make you not want to try again. And so when God is beginning to speak to you and he's wanting to navigate you, you find it difficult to move forward because you feel like he's pulling you backwards. God, what's going on in my life? I know you called me to do this, but it feels like I'm just moving backwards. But see, what I love about Jesus, watch this, what I love about our Savior, what I love about him is he's able to use those failures and and what happens is he'll use those failures as fuel to move you closer to your purpose move you closer to your promise move you closer to your calling my question to you those who want to go from failing to being fruitful will you trust him when things get tough will you trust him when you feel like you, don't, you can't take it anymore and, and the weight gets a little heavy, will you allow him to do what he does best? That is, hold you up and speak to you and give you direction and say, let me in, son, my daughter, I have more for you. I have room for you. Would you trust him? He's got you. We don't have to fear. He's here. His presence is here. So, Father, we thank you for your word today as it goes forward. God, we expect you to do great things. Holy Spirit, we thank you that your word brings transformation. It changes us. So, Holy Spirit, would you have your way today? Would you speak to the hearts of your people? Would you open up our eyes and ears to hear from you? Lord, we thank you 
We give you praise. If you love them, say amen. 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 I'm ready. Amen. Um, this morning, we're going to go to Luke chapter 5, verse 1 through 11. If you have your Bibles, let me see. If you got your Bible, throw it up one time. I do this over there. I see it. Okay, y'all lighten up and everything. That's what I'm talking about. Bring your Bibles. Got to, you need your word, bring your Bibles. But if you don't have it, we have it on the screen. All right. All right, let's, let's jump on in. Luke chapter 5, verse 1. And it reads, One day... Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. I don't know if they was using like bounty or tide. I just hope they washed them good. Um, he got into the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and he asked him to put out little from the shore. Go out just a little bit, please. Um, then he sat down and he taught the people from the boat. Bible says, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water. Okay. Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. And Simon answered, master, um, we've worked hard all night and we haven't caught anything. But because you, listen, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. I want to stop there for a quick second. Oh, I love that. Peter, just something happened right there. God, we understand. I've been out there. And there's, there's moments uh, as Christ followers, we feel like, oh, man, I've, wait a minute. I've, I've done this before. Uh, but you know what? God, because you say so, I'm willing to try this again. I'm willing to be obedient because I understand, watch this, I understand that it's bigger than me. Some of the things that God is calling you to do and calling you to is bigger than you. And you've got to trust that if he gave it to you, he's going to see you through. So we make those steps. Not in our strength, not in our way, but that our God would have his way through us. Amen? All right, let's keep going. Mm. So when he had finished speaking, he said to them, Simon, put out into the deep water. We know that. Let's go to verse 6. So when he had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled over to their partners in the boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both of the boats, my goodness, so full that the Titanic happened and they began to sink. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. I want a blessing so big that it just begins to overflow. Amen. Verse 8, when Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, go away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of the fish they had taken. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. So they pulled the boats onto the shore. They left everything and they followed him. They followed him. They left everything and they followed him. What is Christ asking you to 
let go of? Are there things that, that God has put on your heart? And maybe this is something he's been pulling on for years that you just, uh, you've been struggling. There's been a battle. Can I encourage you on something? You want to receive a blessing in this season. It may be time for you to let go of some things. It, uh, it may be some time for you to let go of some people. God, don't allow things and people to get in the way of what God has for you. If God is calling you out into the deep and he's giving you instructions on what to do, let us continue to be obedient. 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 If our desire is to go from failing to being fruitful, we must allow Jesus to be the captain of the boat. He's got to be captain. You see, if he's the captain, that means he's calling the shots. He's calling the shots. So as captain, if, if you're telling me, Jesus, that it's time for me to go deeper, then I'm going to trust you. I'm going to get in my word. I'm beginning to pray and seek you. I'm not going to allow distractions and the worries and the doubts and the J-O-B, my job or career, to, to steal from me what I know you want. You, God, you want me to go deeper? So yes, God, you are captain. You are the Lord. You are, watch this, priority. What you say is first before anything that I could even come up with because I love you and I'm desperate and I want to be close to you, God. So I'm willing to push things aside to make room. Come on, is there anybody in here say, God, I'm going to make room for you in this season. I'm going to make room for you in this season. It doesn't matter what it's going to take. Students, you may be, have to sacrifice some, some study or whatever you may have to do. Maybe you got to wake up early in the morning. But you stay desperate. God, I'm going to stay where you want me to be, God. What you have for me is greater. You're in charge. You're in charge of my life. Come on, you're in charge of my marriage. Things are going wrong right now. Doesn't seem like it's, there's a way out. We've been fighting, but God, I'm not gonna worry. God, I'm gonna put it in your hand. You're in charge. I'm not gonna fall back. You want me to forgive? So be it. So be it. I'm wanting to do it, God, because I want you to lead. I want you to take charge. God, have your way. Be in charge of my job. Watch this. Even in charge of my worries and my fears. Because fears and failure and worry will have you in a spot where you feel like your back is against the wall. And though you know uh, that God has spoken some things over you, you just feel, if you ever felt that, just like, man, I just seem like I can't move. I can't move in my calling. I can't move forward. But we got to let go and let Christ take control. And here's the thing about failure. Failure has a way of leading to, watch this, doubt and unbelief. So God will give you a vision. He'll give you instructions, tell you how to do it and everything. And then here comes the enemy. Man, do I, can I really do this? Did I really hear what God, but what if, what if, what if I step out and then something happens? We start, open, start thinking about what if, what if this, what if that. 
And before you know it, failure and doubt, you feel like you're in a chokehold and you can't get out. But if we're going to go from failing to, be, to being fruitful, we have to let him in and let him take charge. Amen? Amen. What I realize as, as Christ followers, sometimes we find ourselves in a position where, where we'll give Jesus the title of captain, but we still want control. So what that looks like is we say, Lord, I love you. I follow Jesus. Put him on Instagram, put him on Facebook, boom, boom, boom. But when it's time that God wants to move and go somewhere or do something, we say, hold on, hold on, hold on now, Jesus. Wait a minute. Where you, where you going? <laughs> I, I want to go here. You want me to go where? You want to do what? But, but you, you said I'm Lord. You said that you, you know, you, you're going to follow me no matter what, right? That's what you said. Oh, but, but Jesus, Jesus, really, that's what you want to do? Or there's moments we, we, we give Jesus the title of captain, and yet we, we still want to be comfortable where we are. Oh, I came a long way, God. You don't understand. It took me a long time to get here. Oh, God, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable where I am. I just want to sit here and I just, oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Knowing good and well that God has called you to go deeper. But I'm just going to sit here, God. I'm going to have, hey, praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, he's faithful. Comfortable, comfortable, being comfortable. In this season, if you want to go from failure, being broken, to going to be faithful, we have to let Jesus in and we have to let him take control. Amen? Amen. If our desire is to go from failing to becoming fruitful, we must also be willing, watch this, to try again. I know, I know. Sometimes trying again, it hurts. Because then you have to think, you start to think back on everything that went wrong last time. So you're cautious, wait a minute, wait a minute, God. I'm um, stepping out of ministry again, but I got hurt last time. I don't know if I can trust this, God. Oh, wait a minute, you have another mate for me? Oh, God, but what about what happened last time? And I'm still carrying the pain, and I'm still carrying the frustration. God is calling you forward. So know this, that if he's calling you forward, he's going to carry you. He's going to carry you. So we don't have to, listen, man of God, woman of God, you don't have to fear. You don't have to be afraid. God is with you. He is for you. And this season, I'm just encouraging you, just try again. Try again. Try again. I love it. Uh, Jesus had told Simon uh, to go out into the deep. Got to understand, Simon was out there already, all night, doing the very thing that Jesus told him to do. But I believe Simon understood something. This time, watch this, Jesus was with him. Ugh. Jesus was with him. So he understood, okay, well, Jesus, you, you're telling me, wait a minute, to go out into the deep again. Uh, we were there all night. We threw the nets out, and we didn't catch anything. Not one fish. Nemo wasn't there. Dory wasn't there. Jaws. No fish, Jesus. You, you want me to do what? Okay. Bet. Because you say so, I will. 
Drop the mic. That's it. Because you say so, Lord. That's, that's it right there. Now, from what everybody's saying, God, I'm not going to listen. They got their opinions. That's cool. But God, because you say so, I'm willing to try it again because I want what you have for me because I understand that this is bigger than me. And so, God, because I want to be effective and I want to reflect you in everything that I say and everything that I do, God, I'm willing to step in. I'm willing to trust you. I'm willing to hold on. I'm willing to pray. I'm willing to get myself out the way so that you can step in. God, have your way. I'm willing to trust again. I'm willing to pray for my marriage again. I'm willing to go out for that job, that opportunity, that career, career again. I'm willing to obey you again because I understand that you are with me and you are captain. And my life is not my own, but it's for you. I love when Simon told Jesus, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm going uh, to be with you because uh, if, if, if we're willing to try again, we got to understand that God is going to meet us all the way. Be willing to try again, knowing that God, Christ, will instruct us to do uh, what we need to do on the way. And what I realized is that there is obedience. Obedience attracts blessings. Simon tried again and was blessed greatly. Watch this. So much that he literally could not contain what he had. He literally could not contain the blessing that God had provided for him. So trying again has benefits. Two things that Simon did. He accepted Jesus. So I don't know where you are right now in your life. Maybe you have fallen short. Maybe you're not as... Where you, uh, where you would like to be. You kind of maybe took a step back or something like that. The first thing he did was allow Christ onto the boat in his life. The second thing was that he trusted Jesus. He trusted him. Even though he had done the very thing that he said he wanted him to do, the instructions. He said, okay, God, because you say so. So if our desire is to go from failing to being fruitful, we must be willing to try again. We must allow Christ on our situations, in our situations, and in our lives. The third thing I want to say, if we're going to allow ourselves to go from failing to being fruitful, we must come clean about sins. You got to come clean. I'm just going to say it like that. I know we in church. Not everybody want to talk about that S word. No, oh, because we got to protect that image. I want to look like I've been... Reading my Bible all week, knowing Lord knows the last time I read it was last Sunday or Bible study. But if we are going to go from failing to being fruitful, there are some things that cannot stay hidden any longer. Amen. Come on, God's light exposes darkness. And if you want to go from that moment uh, where the enemy has just been attacking you and you feel like you can't break through, let me encourage you. Just confess. Do some things like, like this is what Simon did. He said... Lord, I'm, I'm a sinful man. He was open. He was honest with him. He was open and he was honest. And what I love about Jesus, he didn't push him away. He was like, oh, man, I can't use you. No. He said, oh, what? You're a sinful man. Oh, well, guess what? I'm the son of man. And I'm here for you. I'll never leave you. 
You won't be forsaken. As a matter of fact, I got a calling for your life. And I want to use you uh, for the thing, that very thing. You, well, you say you like to fish? Bet. Now I'm going to cause you to fish for men. Being a part of my kingdom. See, sometimes we worry uh, that when we step into this walk with Christ, that everything that, that, that we have been doing up to this point, we can no longer do. But the way our God works is he will take what you did here in the past, take a little bit of this, take a little bit of that. And before you know it, as you are just completely locked in on what God wants to do for your life, you just find yourself moving forward in your calling. In your calling. That first step is just coming clean. Coming clean to him. The mistakes, the failures, all that is not going to scare him away. Remember, he died for that. Come on, he died for that. Come on, he died for that. So you don't have to worry. You don't have to be afraid. I don't know why we get afraid. Why we worry? Why, why do we feel like we have to get clean before we go to Jesus? That's crazy. Like we, we don't get clean before we take a shower. We don't. What do you do? You just step in. You step in and you allow the shower to get cleansed. Just step into the presence of a God and allow him to do the cleansing. Allow him to restore your heart. Allow him to give you direction. Allow him to speak over you and, and tell you, hey, this is the plan that I have for you. Actually, if you would just spend some time with me. Spend some time with me. And I know it, it, it may not be easy. It may not be easy. I'm not going to say, help, help. When you step over and you allow Jesus in your heart, everything's going to be all right. Boom, boom. Like, it's not going to be that. Temptation will come. Persecution you may face. But guess what? He's going to see you through. He'll be right there when you need him all day, 24-7. That's the God that we serve. That's the kind of God that we serve. Don't allow... Your failures to cause you to miss out on your kingdom assignment. Don't allow your failures to have you missing out on your kingdom assignment. Can I share my testimony with you guys real quick? That okay? Amen. So um, this was February of 2022. I'm not the best on dates, so don't pay attention to that part. Um, but before we came here, uh, my wife and I, our family, we were in a moment where we were going through transition, transition, and we know that God had called us, and he told us that it was time for us to go deeper. Um, we know that he was instructing us on how to do it and all that stuff, but there was still some hurt and some pain that was still there, um, um, and, and God was still molding us in that season. And so what I remember is uh, my wife and I, to make a long story short, we, we were at uh, the national conference in Florida, Orlando, Florida. That's where I met Pastor Josh, my bro. If you're in here, what's up, bro? Um, that's where I met Pastor Josh. But here's the thing. So we get there. And again, I'm, I felt like the enemy had just been lying to me. And it was difficult for me to receive uh, the, the great messages that were being spoken that night. I mean, really encouraging things. 
But see, the way the enemy, and I don't like the enemy, man. The way he be speaking, like, have you feeling just down? Especially, like, when if, if you're not strong and you, you haven't been, you know, maybe preparing or whatnot. Like, he has a way, like, just such a liar. Um, but he was speaking negative things to me. He was telling me everything that, that, that was opposite of what God had already told me. God told me that he was taking me deeper. God told me instructions and things like that. And, and um, so we were there at the conference, and I'm like, man, I'm just kind of walking, just feeling this heaviness. And so it was a, at, at that time, we were getting ready to take a break uh, in for the conference. And my wife and I, we went to a, like an Italian restaurant or something like that. Got me a cheese pepperoni pizza, put some of that Parmesan on it, that red pepper on it. Had me a little wrench because you need that. Uh, amen, somebody. And so, so we're sitting there at this restaurant. And all of a sudden, I feel what felt like a semi-truck just of, of hurt and guilt and pain, lies of the enemy just hit me at one time. Like, and I could, not, I, I could not do anything but weep. Like I, I literally broke down in the restaurant. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't take it. And so I get up and I walk out. I storm out the, the restaurant. And you know, for a black man, that's probably not the best thing to do. Um, yeah, I don't recommend it, but that happened. Like, I can't, I can't lie, that happened. Um, and so my wife, she came, which probably didn't make it look any better. She came after me. I love you, honey. See, that's what you need. You need somebody that's going to ride with you. Thank you, honey. I love you. Um, and so she's like, honey, what's going on? What's going on? I'm just like, honey, I'm just feeling so down. You know, I just can't take it. I just, I just feel like I'm a failure. I feel like the enemy is just, just messing with me and She's like, okay, honey, well, what do you want to do? She's like, you want to go to the beach? We're in Florida. Hey, we can go by the water, look at God's creation. Just, just doing her part. Come on, baby. Just doing her part. Um, and I'm like, you know what, honey? I just, let's, let's just go back to the hotel. And so we start walking to the car. Boom. So I walk into the car. I get in the car. Then I feel the pressing of the Holy Spirit. I start feeling the presence of the Holy Spirit. He says, hey, this is not over. This isn't failure. But I'm using this to stretch you. Give it a try. Try again. Try again. And so I'm like, honey, you know what? I don't, I don't feel like we need to go back. Um, let's, let's go to the conference. It was one more speaker. Her name was Bianca something. Um, and so, yeah, I know I'm on my students right now. They're like, he, don't, he is not good with names. But that's all right. I said, the Lord knows your name. Pastor Chris, no, they know I love him. Praise God. And so we get back to the conference, um, and I'm, I'm, I open up the door, and immediately the worship is going, and I feel the presence of God, and I'm, like, broken. I'm down on the altar. I feel his presence, just, and, he, and the Holy Spirit is just encouraging me in that moment. And I also hear, and this is why I encourage you guys, when you're doing ministry, don't do it alone. I have two brothers show up. And, and they just begin to lay their hands on me. And I, I mean, that, I just felt God's presence even more. Listen, when you're doing ministry, don't do it alone. Make sure you're going and you have leaders and you got people with you that are walk with you and pray with you and encourage you. Come on. Because it gets tough. We, we need those people that will just cover us. Cover. We all need a covering. And so I'm down on the altar. I'm praying, got my brothers praying for me. You know, I'm snot, tears wiping down. I'm like, Lord Jesus, just in his presence. I get back to my seat. 
My wife says, honey, did you, did you hear that? I said, what, babe? What happened? She said, um, Pastor Bianca, she just said um, that there's a, there's a young man um, in the audience right now, and, and you feel like giving up. She said, not only is it you, but it's your wife, too. Um, Y'all both feel like just giving up and throwing in a towel. But this is your, um, this is your call to not give up. This is your notification. Ding. Don't give up. God is getting, God is getting ready to move for you. Don't give up. And so it was that moment where we can just pray, praying and seeking. And that's why I'm here today. It was tough. Felt like giving up. But what I realized was God's calling on my life. And I remember years back, I said, God, when I give you my life, I'm giving you everything. So my desires become your desires. Therefore, if you begin to tell me that you want me to go here, God, I'm going to say yes. Lord, have your way. No matter what it takes. Trust me, it was difficult. When God first said, he told us Springfield, I said, uh, I'm looking at the map like, what? Springfield? Lord, I don't see it. Where? I don't, I don't even know what Springfield is. I don't. But I remember. I said, God, I'm going to allow you in. I'm going to trust you. And even when I was broken, when we were broken, feeling broken, I was willing to try again. Worship team, can you join me up here? willing to try again willing to try again somebody may be watching and listening out there right now going through feeling broken discouraged I want to encourage you to try again there's even somebody listening right now where you're having um, pregnancy problems where you feel like um, like, it cannot happen. I want to encourage you that there is nothing impossible. There is nothing impossible. There is nothing impossible for our God. Nothing impossible. Are you willing to try again? Come on, people of God. Are you willing to try again? Trust in him. Say, God, whatever it costs, if you want me to move, if you want me to let go, and there's some, see, there's even some things that we need to shift in our thinking. Say, God, okay, restore me, create in me a clean heart, renew my mind. God, because I don't want to allow this failure to set me back anymore. Anymore. Hallelujah.